March. This is the second Monday of the month. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the second Monday of the month, which means it's time for Plant-Based Classics with Lauren Burdick of Well Elephant. She's going to be making a baked macaroni and cheese with a very special crumble topping. The recipe name keeps getting longer and longer, so I'll let <laughs> her tell you about it, but who doesn't like macaroni and cheese, especially it's been raining up where I live. I mean, the casseroles are perfect for rainy days. She's so fun and so talented and she really demystifies it. She's just a regular person, didn't go to culinary school and she makes plant food delicious. Please welcome Lauren. Hello. Hey, everybody. So glad to be here. I'm um, so glad to have you back because you've been away. You were on some kind of fancy vacation. I was. I went, I've been gone almost since the last time I was on, almost a month ago. So um, my oldest daughter, Al, I mean, my middle daughter, Allison, lives in Australia. She's in Melbourne, Melbourne, as we say. And um, so my husband and I went to stay with her and her boyfriend. We stayed with them a little bit. We got an Airbnb. And then my oldest daughter and her husband, uh, Jane and Michael, came and stayed a little bit. Uh, so everybody was there except our youngest who was home with the dogs. But uh, we had a great time. We were in Melbourne, Melbourne for like almost three weeks. And then my husband and I just went to Hawaii on the way back to break up the trip for like six days and stayed right on the beach. It was amazing. So it was oh, good. How did your daughter end up in Australia? And what did she do there? Um, well, it started off, she followed a boy there. Uh, she went to, she was in college at the time. and She met him in Austin, where we live. And she ended up doing a study abroad there. And then they broke up and she did other study abroads. This kid finds a way to travel. She did a master's in law in Utrecht, which is right outside Amsterdam. Um, and this boy, Matt, followed her to Amsterdam and now she has a master's in law and uh, she just got her visa. So she's uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, just applied for this really great job. And I'll let you know next time if she gets it. But um, she's she's a smarty pants and she's just a cool person. And she just loves to travel and just finds a way to do it. So she's something. Yeah. So we'd like to hear how you stay plant-based in traveling to Australia for a month. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, it was, this was harder than usual because I was one gone for so long and two out of the country. So it, it limited what I could bring with me. Cause normally I bring a lot of stuff and, you know, hopefully cook. I, I was able to cook at her apartment and also her boyfriend's a really good cook. Um, the bon mi sandwiches that I made several shows back were inspired by Matt, her boyfriend. So he knows how to cook for me now because he came and stayed here for the summer and I cooked there. But to be honest, uh, I ended up eating a lot of steamed vegetables and brown rice at restaurants. First of all, let me say, Melbourne is the place to be if you are a vegan. Every other restaurant on the block is vegan. Like in, in her, she lives in Fitzroy. Did you ever see that um, show Offspring? No. On Netflix. It's an older show, but for anybody who's seen that show Offspring, it's filmed in Fitzroy, the neighborhood where my daughter lives. It's just this cool, cool neighborhood, very walkable. It, it would remind you of like Brooklyn, but every 
I'm not kidding. Every place, if they're not vegan, has many vegan options on the menu. I bought vegan boots there. I mean, it's like the vegan capital of the world. It's, it's great, but it's not oil free. But there were several places where, you know, I'd start going regularly and they'd make me at least steamed vegetables, brown rice. One place made me tahini. One place made me a carrot dog. I mean, it was, I, I found, you know, good stuff to eat and it was not horrible. But again, you know, it's hard being oil free. But I managed. I ate a lot of salads. It, it really is. It's not hard getting vegan food, but restaurants really don't understand it. That's it's, it, they would they would save so much money and cleanup would be so much easier if they would just do it, whether they I know. It or not. I know. And then Hawaii. Let me say shame on you, Hawaii. You are not good at vegan. So I was not really I, I would yes. I, I, I would think it was. I know it's not. They. um a few places like I stayed at a really nice hotel and it had a beyond burger on the menu and you know, I'm not going to eat that. And then it had a terrible salad that I could eat with no dressing. Um, so I made a, a vegan friend on the beach and she and I went out and we found vegan food around the hotel and figured it out. But anyway, you know, Hawaii is really not vegan friendly. They love their meat. So they, you got to get a little more on board uh, Hawaii. But anyway, it was, it was a phenomenal trip. And I, I was never so happy to get back to my kitchen and be able to cook for myself because, you know, there's a difference between sticking to the program and just eating, you know, salads and steamed vegetables or being able to like create really good, yummy foods like, like I'm used to eating. So absolutely. You know, Hawaii, I think their national food is spam actually. I, yeah, I think you're right. And they love pork and they just love meat. It's just, it ugh, was, it was tough. And then even one day I was like, okay, this um, hotel where I'm staying, they advertised that they had a vegan afternoon tea. And I knew in my mind, I really wasn't going to be able to eat anything, but I'm like, let me order it. It's fancy. Maybe I'll have a few bites and, you know, see what's up. Well, it was that same disgusting salad from the hotel with, you know, no oil, no dressing. So I ate some of that. And then it made like this beautiful, it looked really pretty because, you know, the afternoon tea has like the stacks of the desserts. It usually has sandwiches and so forth. This would, the middle tray was like a taro root thing with avocado on top, but it was so fried. Like I just, my arteries were closing up just looking at it. I couldn't <laughs> eat it. And I ate a bite of a brownie. And so I was like, I don't know why I just wasted all this money. But I, anyway, you know, at least they tried. They had something on the menu vegan. So that was good, at least. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So tell me about the topping, because I know you had some problems with it. I saw a post, but I think you worked it out. I worked it out. What In my mind, I was like, oh, well, so... I said in one of my posts, like if you had a Mima or a Mimi, you probably ate like, you know, mac and cheese with that. That's usually like a bread, bread, like whatever, bread top crumbling thing on it. My friend told me her grandma made it or her mother-in-law made it with Ritz crackers and butter. And so that's why it was so good because I remember eating it. But in my mind, I was like, I'm going to make it with barbecue potato chips crumbled up on top. That well, sounds amazing, actually. It does, right? And I kept making it. I can't tell you, everybody I know now has macaroni and cheese with some 
iteration of potato chips on top. You, you really cannot make barbecue chips without salt and sugar because that's really what it is. I made it with miso. I had Bragg's liquid amino. I had date this and that. Ugh. It just, it, I mean, it was fine. Actually, I shouldn't say ugh because it was, it was good. It was fine. But I don't want to give you something that's good or fine. I want you to eat it and be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, I love this and I can't stop eating it. So I finally just gave up on that because, you know, I'm not going to use a bunch of sugar and salt. Um, if you want to do it that way, have at it. But then I was like, what would else would be good on top? And so I finally figured out like buffalo cauliflower. So I'm going to do a riced buffalo cauliflower crunchy crumble on top of the macaroni and cheese. And that, and it's delicious. Yum. Yes. So you want me to get started? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm really sorry, everybody. My second camera is not working today. I'll get that settled with IT and get back to you next time. But okay. So I already pre-riced my cauliflower. You can obviously buy it in a bag. You don't have to do it yourself. But I had a big old cauliflower uh, in the freeze. I mean, in the fridge. And I was like, I'll just do it myself in my little mini chopper. So you're just going to do a cup and a half of rice cauliflower and then a half a cup of cornmeal. This is going to be like the breading, the cornmeal, half a cup. And I know I've said this before, but anytime you're using corn, cornmeal, any kind of corn product, you want to make sure it's organic or it's going to be genetically modified. And the reason you want to care about that is because a genetically modified product is made just to withstand being sprayed with a ton of herbicides. So you don't want that. Um, okay. And then you need one tablespoon of any kind of like whole grain flour. I'm using millet just because it's a, you know, it's a good, good kind of flour. Generally, this has a little bit of sweetness to it and um, it's generally used for baking, but I've tried it out and it's good. You can't taste the sweetness and it's a good flour. Uh, one tablespoon of that, and then a half a cup of plant milk. Let's see, is that a half cup? I love millet. I think I love millet. It's a good I one. I know. Well, that's why I used it. I thought of you. I knew you would approve. Um, yeah, it is good. I like, I use it for a lot of things too. Even, even though it does, do you find it has a, a little bit of a sweetness to it? It's just good, you know, and it's gluten-free, it is good. so anybody that yep. has gluten-free can eat it, and it makes a great whole grain, too. Exactly. And it doesn't and just, get mushy like quinoa. Quinoa can be really right. mushy. Yeah. So that was it. That's all I'm going to do. And this, I love this versus, like, making buffalo cauliflower, like, wings, because, you know, you have to bread each piece individually. And if you've ever seen me before, you know, I'm very short on patience. I don't love anything too complicated. So you get to just dump it in, dump everything into the batter, dump the rice cauliflower into the batter. And I'm making the crumble first so that it's ready when uh, the macaroni and cheese is ready. Okay. So now I'm just mixing it all up, mixing, mixing. It smells like farts. That's how you know it's good for you. I love cauliflower. <laughs> that was an episode of I Love Lucy. I don't know if you remember with Charles Boyer. He talked about you have to talk like 
It's cauliflower's cooking. Oh. You're smelling cooked cauliflower. That's funny. Oh my God. I don't remember that. And I feel like I've seen every single one like a million times. That's the Charles oh Boyer one. Yeah. Charles funny. Boyer. Okay. So that's all mixed up. My water's boiling. I already set my water to boil. So I'm going to put my macaroni and cheese, my macaroni in. Um, let me just talk to you first about that. So I normally try, I normally like a lentil pasta. I got this at uh, Trader Joe's lentil, red lentil pasta. And I also get brown rice pasta at Trader Joe's. Today, I'm going to use uh, this one. It's corn, brown rice, and quinoa. It is organic because it has corn product in it. Uh, and I'm using this because it's eight ounces. This is 16 ounces. This is 12 ounces. And I'm going for eight to 10 ounces of pasta because I want it to be really cheesy. So I'm going to use a little less pasta. It's boiling. I'm going to put that in there. Let me give it a stir. Let me see how long this has to cook. I need to pull out my old lady glasses. Hang on. Uh, six to nine minutes. So let me put my timer on for like six minutes. Don't you just ask Alexa? I always just tell her to do it. I don't have Alexa. I got an Instant Pot though. Well, boy, if it took you this long to get uh, an Instant Pot, it's going to be years till you get Alexa. My husband has it in his office. I don't like it. I don't know why. I think it's creepy. Oh my God. I love her. She helps me so much. She tells me the weather. She tells me when to leave, you know. <laughs> leave. Oh my God. That's hilarious. I know. I don't know why I'm weird about it, but I am. Okay. So my pasta is going for six minutes. This is ready. one I did this already. Okay, I got my oven heated to 425. And I'm now I'm just going to bake this. Oh no, I still don't have my still pads. Got my parchment paper, my baking sheet. And then I'm just going to put this. I want to just make sure I get it spread out really thinly so everything cooks. So this is just a cup and a half of cauliflower. It makes a ton. You really won't even need this much, honestly. I don't think. Okay, we're just gonna spread it out real thin so it all gets a chance to cook. Yeah, this is much easier than dipping each piece. Oh my God, I hate that. It just makes me crazy. Like, yes, that, that's why I always do everything in casserole. Even like when I do enchiladas, I always do everything that kind of style. It's just easier. It is. Oh my God, I just don't have the patience. And like, I mean, I do, I do it because, you know, sometimes you want something like that, but oh no, I'm not a patient person. So you can see I've spread it out thin. I'm just going to put it in for 10 minutes. Uh, I have to set this timer. 10. Okay. Got all the timers going. No Alexa. All right. So that's going. And now I'm just going to do the macaroni part. So that's boiling. Let me give it another stir. Why does... 
the Yankee Doodle song say stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. I, I never understood that. I don't know. I have no idea. If Is anybody like knows, a- type it in the chat and maybe I'll have a prize for you. But only if you know it. Like I could Google it too. But I always wondered about songs like that, you know? Called it macaroni. That's a I have no idea. You know, children's songs were so scary, like three blind mice see how they run, you know, and she's coming around with cutting off their tail with a knife. Yes. I mean, those songs terrifying. were terrifying. And then the children. Ring around the rosy pocket full of posy. Wasn't that about the plague? Or I don't know. I, don't I mean, the th- that would be They're all terrifying. So scary as children. And then also like the fairy tales were all terrifying. That, what about Rumpelstiltskin? Like, that's terrifying. It's going to take your baby and <laughs> Yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Okay. So I originally um, got the idea for this sauce from one of my favorites, Issa Chandra Moskowitz. But hers, like, again, it had so, it was like a cup of cashews. I'm not going to eat a cup of cashews. That's all right, You know, much. I just want to know who are these people that can eat all, you know, all this rich food and, I mean, I and, and, and be happy with their health and weight. I mean, if you exist, God bless you. I, I just don't get it. I mean, I would never make something with a cup of cashews in it. Well, that's not true. I have made something with a cup of cashews, but I'm not eating all of it. Like it's, you know, if company comes over or something like that, but I know I, yeah, I don't think I could. I, I don't know. I don't know how they keep their weight where they want it, or, you know, maybe they just don't have heart disease in their uh, life. But anyway, that that's not me. So anyway, I changed it up, but I got the original idea from her. Um, it calls for a cup of vegetable broth. And then I brought it down to a quarter cup of uh, cashews and then filled the rest in with a uh, can of garbanzo beans. I already rinsed and drained those and then put them back in the can for some reason. Don't know why. Um, Going to do the juice of half a lemon. This is my scientific method. <laughs> Catch the little I, seeds I don't in like your to hand. measure either, you know? Yeah, I know. Then you got to clean the measuring cup, you know? That's right. Exactly. Who wants to do that? Plus, it kind of shines your ring a little when you get the lemon juice through it. Um, quarter cup of nutritional yeast and then the spices uh I have a little turmeric in here and of course pepper you want to add pepper it makes it more bioavailable black pepper Uh, I have a half tablespoon of onion powder a teaspoon of smoked paprika and then you could do salt and pepper if you want or salt because you already have pepper in there Okay, did I get everything? I'm pretty famous for leaving things out. Cashews, garbanzo beans, nutritional yeast. Yep, I have everything. Okay, I have to blend this for a second. You ever leave something out and then cook it and then you're like, oh boy. (laughs) Yes, you know me, of course I do, of course. Um, So I always try to double check my things. All right, excuse me for one second while I blend. While she's blending, I'll tell you who's on the show the week. 
if you're subscribed to my newsletter, which we send out either every Saturday or Sunday, we tell you, I hope you'll consider subscribing at Chef AJ Live. We give you a free Instant Pot cookbook when you subscribe. And tomorrow we have two shows. Our regular programming at 11 is Lissa and Nate, Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate. They just got back from a week-long trip and are going to show you how to eat healthfully on the road and even stay raw. And then we have a bonus show at 2 p.m., John Badass Lewis, the, uh, John Badass Vegan, maybe his name is Lewis, but uh, he's known by Badass Vegan, has a brand new book coming out. He's going to be talking about that. Wednesday is Dr. Stefan Esser in his regular spot, and he is going to be talking about orthopedics and nutrition. Uh, Reeves and Dylan are Thursday, Well Your World. They're going to be doing St. Patrick's Day recipes like a cold cannon soup and a shamrock shake. Friday is our Q&A with Dr. Ron Weiss. You've got to get those questions in when it's a medical doctor and a bonus show with Kathy Hester at 2 p.m. We are going to unequivocally tell you the best vegan ice cream machine. There is no contest with this one. There's an, another new one that I got for my birthday from Charles. Uh, Saturday, we're going to talk about the cure for cancer. And that's with Dr. Nandita Shah. And there's also going to be a couple of people that have uh, survived cancer and they're going to share their recipes. And then Sunday, we have Dr. Columbus Batiste, and he usually has a guest. And Sunday is Elaine Lalane's 97th birthday, and she is coming back on the show. So there you have it. Back to you, Lauren. Oh my gosh. Is that Elaine Lalane, Jack Lalane's Yeah, she's, she's great. She was on the show a couple of years ago when she was 95. Oh, and I called her. I said, can you gosh. come back? You know, she, it's part of it. I really believe, you know, everybody says, oh, you don't need to exercise. You don't need to exercise. And it's true. You don't to lose weight. But man, the more I see people that are like septuagenarians, octogenarians, you know, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, the ones that are healthy and not yeah. hunched over, they may not like, you know, spend an hour a day like me, but they're moving, man. Like they're gardening, they're walking up and down steps. So many people just won't move their body. Yeah. It just makes you feel so much better. Um, oh my God. Well, I'm going to watch that and wait, I ha if that reminds me of something, but before I lose my train of thought, while you were talking, I put in half a bag of broccoli because my timer went off the uh, macaroni was one minute away from being ready. So I put in half a bag of frozen broccoli just because I like to put something green in everything. And now I'm just going to dump it out. Um, I am not going to rinse it. <laughs> Bill says um, after eating the chicken, Yankee Doodle was left with a feather. But why call it macaroni? I, I don't get these. Sorry. Macaroni referred to a fashionable person back in the day, says Michelle. Not oh. pasta. Oh, I didn't. Oh. That. See, we didn't, real macaroni. we didn't have Google. Uh, Gloria says, where did you get the box of pasta from? You said Trader Joe's, right? Uh, this one I got, I think, either at Whole Foods or HEB. Uh, we have HEB in Texas. Nice. This one's not from Trader Joe's. And yeah. thinks your glasses look groovy. And uh, Terry wants to know, have you used your Instant Pot yet? I, yes, I used it. I've, I've only used it once. I just got it and I bought it from like a neighborhood group. I saw it was on sale and it was like $49. And I'm like, you know what? And it's like a six quart one. And I said, I am going to get it because if I like it, then I can always upgrade to a fancier one. I don't even know. But I made stupidly in it brown rice, which I have a badass rice cooker. So I probably should have made something else first. I think Tomorrow I'm going to make beans in that. 
Um, I, but I haven't made like a whole meal in it yet. Um, I don't know. I guess that's where the magic comes in, right? When you use it to make the whole meal. I don't know. I just use it mostly for soup. You know, I mean, soups and stews and chilies. That's my favorite thing. You know, okay. And yeah, I saw it had the saute thing on it. So you could saute your stuff and then do your chili in it. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. So does it cook it that much faster? I mean, chili cooks pretty fast. Yeah, but I, so I, I don't know if you have a dog, but like, I like to just set it, forget it, take my dog uh, out for a walk, you know? Yes. My dog is being walked as we speak, or she would be in here barking. Andy's walking the dog, but she likes to sit in here while I cook too and watch me and then, you know, wait for anything to drop on the floor. Um, but, you know, if anybody walks by, then she'll just start barking at them. So Miss Daisy had to go on her walk. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say about Lelaine, Elaine Lelaine. Have you read Lessons in Chemistry yet? No. Did she write that? No, she didn't write it. It's like set in the 50s and 60s. And um, it's about a, it's really good. If anybody's read it, like say in the chat, but it just references Jack Lane and people, you know, exercising, but it's about, really, it's about sexism. Um, and this woman's like a, a, a brilliant chemist and she can, you know, there's just so much sexism. She can't get any traction there. She ends up with a cooking show. And so you'll love it, but it's, it's such a great book. Um, but it does mention Jack LaLanne in there. So is, is, is it on uh, um, Audible? I'm, I'm such an Audible. I think so. Right. You know, I, I read it on the plane. I read it in like two days. It was so good. I couldn't put it down. It's, it's very thought provoking, but you'll love it because she ends up with a cooking show and her little tagline at the end is children set the table. Your mother needs a moment. Oh, so- that's hilarious. <laughs> it's very good oh that's my kitchen timer I was like what is that okay let's see so that is my um topping let's see if it's ready I'm going to give it a little stir so there's the topping it's good I'm going to cook it for a few more minutes okay but I'm going to give it a little stir so everything gets, oh, it's starting to brown and smell good. Let me taste it. Mmm. Oh, it tastes good. Okay. just want to give it a little stir and then I'm going to thin it out again. Make sure it all gets cooked. Ooh. What season was it in Australia when you were there? Isn't it exactly opposite of? And I yes. never under, I'm so bad at science. So I weird. can't understand how it can be a different, completely different season. Yes, it was summer. Um, summer almost, I guess, turning to fall, like we're turning to spring almost. So it, it was the end of the summer and it was really weird. It's not very, you know, some days in, in Melbourne were really hot like and you walk it's a walking city um or you ride public transportation so some days were so hot i was just sweating my butt off and some days i was freezing and bundled up and layered and i was like what how is this summer um but it's just such a cool place oh and i'll tell you something really cool wait let me get this back in the oven do you know um 
I'm giving a shout out. I hope he watches Clark Yap. He might Does that name said, sound familiar to he me. Said he's seen me on your show. I posted that I was gone, and he's just one of my followers and one of your followers, and he is the loveliest person. And he said, I used to live in Melbourne, Melbourne, and let me give you some tips about where to go eat. And he did, and it was amazing. It was very helpful. And he said, if you happen to go down the Great Ocean Road, um, I'm going to put this back in the oven, the topping for six minutes, I believe. Let me see. Um, yep, six minutes. Let me set my timer. Alexa, set my timer. Okay, I'm Alexa. Um, so Clark said, if you go down Great Ocean Road, which is basically like Pacific Coast Highway, it's the road that goes along the beautiful beaches. And um, he said, go stop in Anglesey, which is this little town and go eat at this place called Diggers. Um, he's like, She'll, she, that's her whole restaurant is plant-based oil-free. I'm like, no way, we're going tomorrow. So we stopped there, loveliest lady, I forget her name right now. Um, it was 2.30 in the afternoon, they close at three. I walk in, we're five people and she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry, we're gonna close because we've been so, um, just slow for the last hour or so. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I didn't say anything like I eat this way too. Like, I just said, look, we're sorry. We didn't know what time you closed. Um, somebody recommended I come here. And I was like, can you just make us the easiest thing? It can be your choice. We'll all five eat it. I'll pay. We'll go outside. We can leave, whatever. I'll just make it easy on you. She's like, okay. So she made us these BLTs with like some baked French fries and this beautiful salad. It was all oil-free, all vegan. I was losing my mind. It was my best meal that I had there. Um, and then after we ate, she's like, thank you for being so understanding. And I told her, you know, that this is what I do as well. And that I just love that she's spreading the health and it turns out her parents had, uh, I think one had diabetes and one had maybe autoimmune disease and she looked into it and she cured them both by cooking this way and then now has this restaurant with amazing food. So if anybody's going down Great Ocean Road, go to Anglesey and go to Digger's, Digger's Kitchen. It was phenomenal. Wow. So, and thanks to Clark Yap, one of our great people who watched Thank us. Thank you, Clark. And, That's so cool. I know. Yeah, and I think he's doing I some seen his shows. name. Maybe he's either posting yes. in the chat or on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really sweet. He li he doesn't live in Melbourne. He lives in Brisbane now. So um, that is that. Okay, so my macaroni's ready. My, my macaroni, not meaning fancy man. My sauce is ready. Okay, so this is what I want you to do. I want you to put your sauce in the pan, the pot, before you put your macaroni in, because I want you to stop when you have a good sauce to macaroni ratio. You want it to be really saucy. Saucy, baby. Um, I think with just the eight ounce pasta, like I did, it's gonna be fine. I won't have to really worry, but mm -hmm. I did put a bunch of broccoli in there. Yep. But if you do like, you know, you're not exactly sure how much sauce you have in there, this is the way to do it. Okay. And I have some broccoli in there. You can see, normally I would put more, but 
I don't want it to look all green. I want it to be party. Okay, so I'm just gonna put it in here. I'm gonna stir it, make sure got a good sauce to, yeah, can take a little more. Just want it to be really saucy. You don't want it to get dried out because you're gonna put it in the oven for a few minutes. Okay, I'll put a little more uh, broccoli in there and then save the rest for Miss Daisy Mae Clampett, the dog. When she gets home, she loves pasta and broccoli. She pretty much loves everything. It's not real picky. Okay, so now I'm gonna just transfer it to an eight by eight Pyrex dish. Anne says you have the best hair. Yep, thank you, Anne. That's thank actually you. not a spot on the show. We auditioned her. We auditioned everyone based on their hair. No, just kidding. And uh, what was the name of the oil-free restaurant in uh, in Australia that you mentioned? It's or somewhere? called Diggers. D i g g e r s. Diggers, yes. Diggers um, in Anglesey, right? Off um, Great Ocean Road. Couple of questions. Kathy says, "What would you recommend for the topping uh, instead of hot sauce if a person couldn't do spicy?" And Linda says, "Did you use any nutritional yeast?" Yes, in the I, in the sauce, I used a quarter cup of nutritional yeast, and the recipe will be in the show notes. Um, you know, I thought about this in advance because I was like, I bet um, some people are going to say I don't like spicy or I can't eat spicy. Um, you can do, you just need to think about what would I like with macaroni and cheese? First of all, you could just do that topping by itself. Just put some spices on it, like, you know, garlic powder, onion powder, a little paprika, and just do the topping just like that. Um, it would taste fantastic. You could do a little barbecue sauce. Um, you could do, this might sound crazy, but my mom used to put ketchup in my macaroni and cheese when I was a kid, a little squirt of it, and I liked it. Maybe you could do, mix a little ketchup in the top of that breading. Um, really anything you want, but honestly, I think it would be good just by itself. It would be kind of like breadcrumbs. So let's think, what else? Does anybody else have suggestions out there? Some people are smarter than me. Let's see. Not don't see any questions. Clark is watching. Hello, Clark. Hi, he Clark. Says, he says in Australia you can have four seasons in one day. Yeah, I noticed that. Flood Texas. Austin's like that as well. But yeah, but that was such a great uh, suggestion. And it was so nice meeting somebody who eats the way I eat and um, reversed diseases and the whole the whole nine yards. Okay, I'm going to let this cook like two more minutes. And that's the other thing, you know, I'm giving you times, but everybody's oven is different. So make, you just want it a little brown. It's, it's a, like a, you want it to be a little bit crispy and it's going to cook some more. So you don't have to overcook it, but make sure you get it to where it's going to be, give you a little crunch. Cause that's, you're going for like texture almost as much as taste in this situation. Okay, so now you can see it's nice and cheesy. I'll hold it up so you can see it. I don't know what happened to my second camera. Ever since I came back from Australia, I feel like my, uh, all my apps and all my things don't, don't know where I am anymore. Okay, so it's all cheesy. 
so yummy. I how actually have. The, how long was the flight? Well, we broke it up both ways. Uh, I want to say it's like 16 hours, but we went to, um, we had free tickets on Southwest. Southwest flies direct to Hawaii or to Oahu. So we spent the night there, one night on the way there, and then six nights on the way back. <clears throat> but from Hawaii to uh, Melbourne, Melbourne was 10 hours. That was a, a little unpleasant, but it was, it's not the worst thing in the world. You know, I just downloaded a bunch of movies and read a bunch and passed the time. That's hard it's to good, sit for nice. that long, isn't it? Because they don't really encourage you to get up and be walking around on planes. No, yeah. they don't. But I did a few laps and um, made a few laps around the plane. Because, yeah, I cannot sit that long. Um, okay, I made some crumble in advance. I'm going to use this. I'm going to show you how to do it when it comes out. But this way we could get this going in the oven. Ooh, it looks so pretty. And this is the color I was going for, too. The cut, you know, cooking is like all the senses, the flavor, the texture, the color, it's everything. And so you want all of that. Alexa, stop. Boom. If you have okay. a nut allergy, can you leave out the cashews or sub with white beans or more garbanzo beans or sunflower seeds? Yeah, any of the above, I would say. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, I don't like uh, white beans in recipes. That's why I use the garbanzo beans. They always leave me just feeling like it's a tiny bit chalky, maybe. That's why I use the garbanzo beans instead of white beans. The garbanzo beans also have a tiny bit of fat in them. And I don't know. It just makes, I, it just is a little fattier and I think it's better. But yeah, you could just use Melissa just read Lessons in Chemistry too. How did you guys know all about that book? Where does everybody well, hear about this? I it's my book club book for and I'm in this fabulous book club. And our rule is I shouldn't probably be saying this on your show. Our rule is you don't have to read the book, but you do have to bring a bottle of wine. Uh they're not plant-based. <sighs> These are my friends forever. Oh but, my god. And we don't really discuss the book as much as we usually do. We're just all a bunch of women who love to be together and we all love to read. And it's really nice to have other people pick out your books for you because sometimes you're getting books that you didn't hear of or, you know, whatever the situation is, but, and also genres I wouldn't normally pick. So this is, this some, is, this is fiction then. It's totally fiction. You know, I never uh, have read of, I never read fiction. I don't know why. I guess it's so weird. I probably should, huh? Well, what do you read? Nonfiction. I just, I love but science. But like what? And, biographies? You know, I love, I, I mean, I love scientific books and, and uh, you know, self-help books and spiritual books. Mm -hmm. and I really, and even in high school, when we had to read books, I would just do the cliff notes. I don't know why I don't like fiction. That's yeah. funny. And, you know, I always have like, a, a, I call it a stack of books. It's not, a lot of times it's on my Kindle, but, you know, I used to have a stack of books by my bed but now I have a stack of books on my Kindle and I always have a variety too, but I always have a fiction book. Um, and it's, it's, I think you'll like this bookship, AJ, give it a, give I, just, it a I guess. Cause I, when I have fiction, I like usually watch it, you know, like, I yeah. figure out, but that, you know, cause they don't make movies out of nonfiction books. Right. And you're they right. do make them out of fiction. 
Yes, that's true. And it'll probably be on Netflix before you know it because it's such a good story. Okay, so I'm going to pop this in the oven. Look how good that looks. Um, and I'm just going to put it in for five minutes. It's on 425 just to let it all kind of heat up and then crisp up again. I set my timer for five minutes. Um, so this is what the other step was. So when the, okay, so we're backing up, even though I just put it on there. Let's see. This is what just came out of the oven. My, Gorgeous. My version of before we put the hot sauce on. Again, I'm just gonna dump it into the hot sauce. So it's like a third cup. You could do Frank's Red Hot or I did uh, Cholula's. So just a third cup and we're just gonna put it all. It's a little crispy. I don't know if you can kind of see the edges are a little brown. Just dump it in there. And then let's see. I just made up this recipe, so I don't know it by heart yet. Did I put it back in the oven? Stir it, coat in hot sauce. No, I didn't recook it after I coated it in hot sauce. <clears throat> We're just, from this point, just gonna stir it up. And then I would just like put it on the macaroni and cheese like we just did. Oops, my dog is not here to help me. Again, so easy. Just take the easy way out. Uh, what, who's the author of the book, the chemistry book? Oh, lessons in chemistry. You know, I don't, I don't I'll know. Look it up. I will look it up for you right now. It's you guys are going to like this book. I mean, there's parts of it that are kind of, it's a slow read in a way, even though. Bonnie Garmus. Bonnie Garmus. Yeah, that sounds right. Let's see if it's yeah. on Audible. No, I'm not seeing it on Audible right now. Is it a new book? I think it's oh, a yeah, audio book. book. Uh, yep, it is on Audible. It's a novel. Cute cover. New York Times bestseller, a must listen, Elizabeth Zadi, a formidable, unapologetic and inspiring scientist in 1960s California, whose career takes a detour when she becomes the unlikely star of, a, actually, this does sound really good, of a beloved TV show in this novel that is irresistible, satisfying, and full of fuel. It reminds you that change take time, takes time and always requires heat. You know, I got to say, it does sound adorable. Have they made a movie out of it? I think it's a new book because I hadn't heard of it. I had a, um, I get a lot of my books on Kindle at the, on the at the library and I had it to wait came out, quite a it while. came out about a year ago April 2022 oh, yeah okay it's really right. high in audible number five in audible that's really really good. you know I've got there you, go. you know what maybe I'll do it let's uh, do it let's just see how long it is I, I never do anything for fun that's the thing I'm always working oh I start gosh. doing more fun things you know what is wrong with you I you don't know I'm just one of these driven people but I, I I think you know what you you got an instant pot that was out of your comfort zone listening to a fiction book is out of mine I'm gonna okay. do it for you Lauren Yay. 
and I got the Instant Pot for you. Yay. Yeah. Look at us. We're good. And hopefully you'll fall in love with Instant Pot and I'll yes. fall in love with fiction. It's not that That's I don't right. like it. I just feel like it's a frivolous waste of time, but oh I am going gosh. to, I know it's like, I always feel like I'm not working. I'm not doing anything, you know, you know, to me, that sounds like what, why are you punishing? Like, are you punishing yourself? No, I you don't yourself no, it's, not, it's just, I, it's, it's genetic. Anyway, but I, I will learn to do that. That that does sound really delightful. Does anyone have a barbecue potato chip recipe? Asks Terry. So kind of Terry, if you go to my Amazon store, I have this tool called the Mastrad where you make potato chips in the microwave. And really all you have to do is, is put on some seasoning. And Kathy Hester has a barbecue potato chip seasoning. Um, okay. So that's, that's how I would do it. Okay. That is good to know. Um, I wonder what's in it because, you know, I, I did it with all dry seasonings at first and it was, you know what, don't get me wrong. It was good. But like I said, it was lacking in, it's been eight years since I've eaten a barbecue potato chip, but I still remember it had a lot of salt and it had a lot of sugar and it's hard to get that mouth feel, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Kathy Hester has those good seasonings. I I always told her she should just start selling them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and so there, there's the crumble topping all ready to go on, even though we cheated and we just put it on already. There's my timer, so our macaroni's ready. Let's see what it looks like, kids. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. Look. It really is. Yummy. It's- Hey, what, have you ever make a tuna casserole? But obviously without no. fish. No. I used to love tuna casserole. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been vegan 46 years, so love it was a relative term. It was a long time ago. What right. I loved about it was the creaminess and the crunchy topping. We used, uh-huh. they still make them, but people use them at Thanksgiving to make green bean casserole. You know, like those crunchy onion things. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I really liked about it was the cream and the crunch. It wasn't that I like to eat fish or anything like that. But uh, yeah, casseroles are the best, aren't they? Yeah, they're good. They just have everything in it. And this is creamy and crunchy. And so when this comes out, oh, yeah, it's nice and crunchy now, the topping. You need yeah. to let it sit for like 10 minutes and just let the thing harden. And but let's see what it looks like. Let me cheat and see what it looks like inside. Oh yeah, it's creamy. This is perfect. Mm. Yum. And I'm going to cook those other crumbles and then we're going to put them on like a salad or something like a buffalo cauliflower salad. I'm going to make that later with those crumbles. Melissa, who's been on the show several times, who's fabulous, says, I used to not allow myself the luxury of reading fiction. That's why I joined a book club. So I have to read. It's a great idea. Maybe I could start a book club up here. I got so many vegan friends and we can have a vegan book club. And she has made her club vegan because of her being vegan. People are saying um, um, they don't blow up in the microwave because it comes with a very thin mandolin slicer. So, uh, I mean, I've never had a potato chip. I, I, I would assume if you cooked it too long, it would burn, but no, they work great. And people are saying barbecue potato chips have sugar. Excuse me. And that's true. Kathy Hester seasoning. I can't remember if it has sugar, but I was able to do it with, um, if it did with either date sugar or a date or something, but it's been a while since I yeah. made it. It was very good, you know? Oh, 
I would like, uh, I need to get that recipe because I do like barbecue potato chips and I did buy a mandolin. I bought a mandolin slicer too. I'm really coming up in the world. Please make sure you use a glove because it it freaks me out when I see people don't use a glove like they do at True North. I don't know. It's like not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, maybe, you know, you'll be fine until you get in an accident, you know? Right, right. I did get a glove. I got the whole thing because I'm a klutz. I know myself. It's good to know yourself. Yeah. And like I was saying, so yeah, start a book club. But again, we're we're really opposite because my book club, we don't eat, if we love the book, we talk about it this much. Did you like the book? Yeah, I loved the book. That's about as much as we ever talk about something, unless it's like off the charts where I swear we talk about it for five minutes. Wow. But it's mostly uh you know, just to be together and to have and drink wine <laughs> and drink wine and have yeah. people pick out your book. So yeah that is so funny it's funny you need to take it easy chef aj i know enjoy life i know I what's the problem I just, I just like working i don't know i mean because what i'm doing is working. fun this is oh you're gonna taste I it oh i can't yeah. wait oh god so good mm. that really is good i think yeah oh and it's not really spicy, although I like spice. You could make it not spicy. But, you know, with all the cheesiness, and there's just a little bit of crumble on top, it's not too spicy at all. It's not like overwhelming. It just gives it a nice little flavor and a nice little texture. Yeah, this came out good. Very pleased. Wow. Well, let's see. Next month, you're coming on, I believe, before Easter and Passover. Are we going to look forward to any any kind of recipes? Oh, I was thinking I've been working on. um, Well, I could change it now. I've been working. You had asked me about a French onion soup, and I've been kind of working on that. I was thinking about French onion soups and then doing uh, little Caesar salad cups on the side. But I don't know. You want me to make matzo ball soup? I don't know. I mean, do you guys put in the chat, what would you like? Because you, you are coming on before both holidays. I don't really know what people eat at Easter because I don't celebrate. I mean, what Easter eggs, ham, ugh. But what about, I mean, there's matzo ball soup. What else do you eat at Passover? There's haroses, there's gefilte. Oh, I do make good haroses. Okay, maybe I should make that because I do. Maybe I could just make that as an aside and still make, <laughs> even though it won't really go with the... Um, other thing I'm making, but I do oh, maybe, maybe a vegan Passover Seder or Lauren will be here every month. So don't worry. She'll get to the French onion soup, Gina. Hopefully I promise matzo balls yeah. would be good. Um, what, what else is, uh, Simis? Do you ever make Simis? No, my mom made Simis though, but it always looks so gross. <laughs> it's that like, that's the, the stewed fruit, right? Well, no, Simis oh. was... Simmons usually had carrots and parsnips oh. and potatoes and sweet potatoes. What made yes. it not vegan were the big chunks of meat. But Simmons actually means, translated from Yiddish, means a big deal because it was a big deal to make. And so okay. Simmons is delicious. I, I probably Nava Atlas or Zell Allen at Veg Paradise have Simmons recipes. Simmons is really delicious. Yeah, she did make that. My mom made that too. What I'm thinking of the stewed fruit compote, I guess that was the other thing. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. yeah. You know, that's different. So, 
There's mm. something with matzah. I mean, have you ever heard of matzah brai? You know, there's a lot. Oh of, my God, know, I it's love your show. matzah brai. It's your show. You can make whatever you want, but okay. um, I'm just saying there are some holidays coming up. And then That's you'll be on before, in, in May, you'll probably be on right before Mother's Day. So yeah, you've got a good spot. Second Monday. In I the do. Month. It's a good That's spot. Nice. I have the best spot. It's a great best spot. spot and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. I am going to get that book. I promise you. I am. Okay. A lot of fun. We'll have our book club next meeting. Yeah, maybe I can I can maybe I can Skype in or zoom into your book club and, and actually tell them what the book is about. That's hilarious. Reading the book is not a prerequisite in your book it's club. Not. No, it's not. But everybody does read the book, Chef AJ. We're I'm not just lazy. Kidding. We I, do I, like to read. I am I am just kidding you now. One of the know. loves matzo brai. I remember that my mommy said raspberry jam and oh yeah. You know, I do it, make good matzo brai. It'd be cool if somebody could make a gluten-free matzah, you know? Don't they have one? I oh, could have oh, maybe they have one now. I haven't, I, it, you know, it's been so long. I don't know. I just. Uh, I think they do. You know, the Jews have all kinds of gut problems. They have the Absolutely, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but kefilte fish could be cool. Anyway, you do what you want. Whatever you make okay. is going to be fun and it's going to be delicious. Okay. But Herosis sounds great. And, and I, do, you know, okay. I mean, in a way, Herosis is just like chunky Jewish applesauce when you think. Oh, about it's it. so good. I, I think I am going to make my Herosis, maybe the matzo brai too, because it's so good. Matzo brai is just like French toast for people who don't know, but made with the matzo. Oh, Maxine like wants a, matzo balls. Well, maybe it can be a matzo show, you know? A matzo show. Instead oh of a matzo God. show, we'll have a matzo, a matzo show. You won't go to the bathroom for a month, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are just delightful. I really love watching your simple but delicious recipes. Thank you. Yep. I appreciate it. I love being here. Yeah, no, you're, you're great. And um, thank you so much. And thanks for the work you do with PBS and at PBNSG. I'm going to be on that sometime this year. Oh, Maybe yeah. You're the one interviewing me. I'm not. I tried to sign up for it. It was on a date. I couldn't do it. But if anybody is a PBNSG member, I'm hosting the heart disease support group tonight. So nice. Well, who's going to interview me? Do I know that? Um, I'll have to look at the schedule and let you know. I don't well, know. change my day. I, I think it's to... Sid. I know. I think it's Sid though. You know, Sid, Sid Nodder. No. Oh yeah. Oh, I Sid. She was in the, Sid, CYD. She was in okay. the bundle. I, I think it's her. I don't know why I didn't get that date. I think I had to change it so that you can interview me. Okay. Fun. I would love that. Just tell them because tell them we're, a, we're a team, baby. We're a team. Yeah. We are a team. Aww. All right. Well, thank I'll you see. so much. All right. Okay. That's Bye, everybody. Recipe. Guys, it's in the show notes. Show notes is below the video. So if you're not watching on YouTube, we stream the show also on Facebook and Twitter, but we prefer you watching on YouTube because that's where all the active Zimunity chat is and the information. It's right below the video. If you like this video, please consider subscribing, giving it a thumbs up, and do come back tomorrow for Feeling Great with Lisa and Nate. She's going to show us a really cool thing that's called a food. It's not a dehydrator. What's that? What's it called? It's the other thing, more expensive, but it's huge. And guys, oh, oh my. I don't know. No, it's that big machine. Um, freeze dryer, a freeze dryer, because they just oh, took dang. a long chips trip. So yeah, that is going to be amazing. All right. Take care, Lauren. Bye. See you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.